Warning. The following podcast contains language which is suitable for adults and mature children only. Please listen at your own risk. Every day, hundreds of amusing stories escape the roving eyes of the general public to fester in hidden corners of the internet. Until now. One team of unqualified friends has taken it upon themselves to expose these stories to a wider audience, to be referenced at dinner parties and uncomfortable gatherings at work. These brave explorers are the Internuts, and this is... The Internuts Podcast. Sure, it's a delightful family. Okay, good to know. I just keep drinking. Whenever there's a pause, it's because I'm just pounding Bud Light. (laughs) You have quite the array. You said you had tea with honey, Mm -hmm. Bud Light, and white wine? Yep, Pinot. (laughs) That does not mix well, I don't think. It's what I had. I was like, oh shit, I'm podcasting. What's in the house? I have scotch, and I said, no, that's not the right choice. No. And then I have shitty light beer, and I went with the, the latter. <laughs> you chose wisely. You chose wisely. I thought so. Uh, well, anyway, welcome, everyone. <laughs> this is episode 18 <laughs> of the Internet's podcast. Very original opening. <laughs> right? <laughs> Talking about alcohol. <laughs> Every show. Uh, we're recording this in the beginning of March, early March, and um, there might be a snowstorm tonight here in the Philadelphia area, but I think that's going to be bullshit, so we're going to see... Yeah, that's that's lies. Secrets and lies. <laughs> it's super windy, though. Like, I'm worried about power going out and shit like that. My trash oh, cans are all over. earlier. Oh, sorry. Um, sorry about your trash cans, but I almost lost my power earlier. Hey, my trash cans are very important. I'm now that middle-aged guy. I turn into that guy that paints his address down the sides of his trash cans. So when the irresponsible city worker throws them all over the place, I can be like, hey, neighbor, that's that, that one with the address painted down the side in bright white is mine. Because I'm 30. <laughs> Pardon me, friend. <laughs> well, you're in Manyong, too, though. Do you do the whole, like, well, you have a parking spot. Yes, we have all but, like, I'm, I'm always astounded by how many people just put out, like, bar stools and yeah. shards of glass to reserve their parking spots when there's snow. When there's enough snow that you actually have to shovel out your car, if it's just little, you know, drive over, no problem. But if you have to shovel out your car, people will just set up barricades <laughs> in their little spot. It's like Les Miserables. <laughs> <laughs> one day more <laughs> uh, master of the house <laughs> at the end of the day you're another day colder yes but those yeah. i listen to it every week i know the whole thing by heart i had a big run in high school because i was i was a popular kid <laughs> just listening to lay miz in my car you got your hydraulics going and your under light effects. <laughs> Go to the sock hop. This is all current, right? So <laughs> that what's going on in the 90s? We have ground effects in the 90s? Yeah, actually. Fast, too Fast, Too Furious come out. I want to say that's the aughts. That was, yeah, early aughts. Uh, well, anyway, you're <laughs> audience, you're hearing some voices, <laughs> so I may as well introduce them. Um, 
One of our guests tonight is my good, good friend, Philip Derenkamp. How are you doing, Phil? I'm great, Chris. Thanks for uh, having me back. You're quite welcome. It's been it's been a while, I think, since you've been on here. Yeah, I think... There have been, you know, reindeers and stuff. Right. I don't know if it's established that I'm that I'm Christmas characters, or if this is getting cut, but yeah, it, let, let's, let's say it's been a while. Let's pretend it won't get cut, <laughs> and then be surprised. <laughs> So anyway, since, since the last time you were on the show, and I'm, I'm not sure if we can make it this real, but I, I hear that you have some big news. Yeah, I do have some big news. I, uh, I went down a pant size. <laughs> I'm really thrilled about it. But my wife has gone up a pant size because she's pregnant. One pant size? <laughs> it's just small kid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that is the big news that we are expecting our first. First and last. <laughs> It's an audition. <laughs> you have to tell the baby that every day. <laughs> You'll never make it. <laughs> this business. You can go now. <laughs> We've seen enough. You made some interesting choices there. Bad song choice, baby. <laughs> <laughs> One day more. <laughs> That's a tenor part. You're obviously a baritone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're due in August, from what I gather, from what I asked you when you were due earlier. I am. I'm due to have a child in August. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling about it? Because I would be freaking the fuck out. We're getting prepared. You know, this and it was, it was planned, so it wasn't, uh, holy crap. It's not a bastard. No, 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 it's not. It's all right in the eyes of God. <laughs> but no, we're, we're doing the preps. Um, I hear about... Everyone doing things like um, baby proofing, like putting like foam on uh, on the edges of all your tables and chairs, and I'm like, no, no, it's gonna. I'm gonna actually set up my house like an obstacle course. <laughs> it's kind of gonna be just like Wipeout, but instead of the pads, it's really gonna be sharp, sharp edges of things. It's gonna be more like Indiana Jones stuff. Exactly, exactly. I'm just gonna put a rattle on a weighted rock, and <laughs> and then just. Let uh, the balls follow my child around the house. That sounds good. <laughs> baby proofing, I don't know about baby proofing. It seems more like toddler proofing would be, because babies are just going to lay there. Right. Make sure that, like, the the crib is baby proofed. <laughs> it doesn't just have, like, live wires in it and stuff. There are some rules that I'm learning, like, you can't, apparently they can't, like, sleep on their back or something, or they can't sleep on their stomach or some. They can't sleep in some certain way. So I don't really know how to monitor that. <laughs> I'm gonna be a great dad. It's basically. <laughs> I didn't have brothers and sisters or anything like that. Like I was an only child. So again, this is really added to my uh, musical listening <laughs> credibility. Just slowly, slowly <laughs> child. Oh, I'm sorry. Just listening to Les Mis, chilling in your Dutch dress. <laughs> it's a geo prison. Thank you very much. Maroon. <laughs> But, uh, like, I wouldn't know the first thing about what to do with a baby. I don't know shit about babies. I don't hang out with babies. Luckily, we aren't the first in the pool. A lot of our friends, and you know, are already, have already gone in, man. They are, they got child seats and fucking foam on their coffee tables. <laughs> Ooh. That's so terrible. You don't Life. really have to do that, do you? Do you have to put I'm foam not on? going to. Don't drop your baby on a coffee table. Right, exactly. Because, yeah, the babies aren't getting up. Babies stay down. You, <laughs> you, you, you do put baby in a corner, and then and then, and then you're all good to go. It just chills. You put it in its little prism. Prism? Prism? 
<laughs> like uh, General Zod. <laughs> Give a little mobile, Thomas the Train and shit, and then you're good. Little Moby. <laughs> I'm just going to play him Moby. <laughs> little techno. <laughs> so, Phil, I've been meaning to ask you this. Um, mm-hmm. Where do babies come from? Mm. Thank you for asking, Chris. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I was mid-drink of my baby potion, because that's your answer. I drink baby potion... My wife drinks baby potion, Mm -hmm. and then we don't remember the night, and then a doctor tells us we're pregnant. (laughs) So since she's already pregnant, I've been drinking a lot of baby potion. (laughs) Midweek baby potions. (laughs) I drank a lot of baby potion while I was single, and I was wondering why the results weren't coming out the way I wanted. (laughs) It turns into, when you're single, that's just J.O. potion. (laughs) I had a doctor come and tell me I had psoriasis. <laughs> psoriasis. Is that the right oh. one? Is that the liver one? No. Oh. Which one is the liver one? Yeah, it's, it's psoriasis is like I flaky mean, skin, which is terrible if you got lead to that. If you got psoriasis from rubbing it out too much, <laughs> you are doing something wrong at the end. You're which... missing. You're missing that final step. <laughs> said the middle is the real concern there. <laughs> Wait, what's the what's the liver disease that I'm not thinking of correctly? I don't know. Cirrhosis. Cirrhosis. Uh, <laughs> it was close. Cirrhosis, psoriasis. Let's call the whole thing off. Uh, well, anyway, Philip, uh, enough about your bringing life into the world. <laughs> we have another guest tonight. We do? We do. Oh, shit. I'm just hanging out. <laughs> The next guest is the only guest that we've had on the show so far that has the dubious honor of being called a witch by Joel McHale on the suit. Uh, it's our good friend, Beth Beverly. How are you doing, Beth? Hi. I'm good, thanks. I'm feel- <laughs> just drinking my eye of Newt. <laughs> Sitting on the edge of my broomstick. Hurdle, can you punch in witchy woman on the entrance of her name? <laughs> No. Oh, damn. It's above our pay grade here on the podcast. But anyway, how's it going, Beth? It's going pretty well. I'm taxiderming up a storm. <laughs> I I have a show up right now at um, a place called Art in the Age in Old City. Mm. Do you do, like, um, like, those first Fridays where you give out free wine? Well, I mean, baby, I mean, baby potion. <laughs> or J-O potion. <laughs> They ran out of baby potion very quickly. It was a packed opening. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I try to avoid those kinds of things unless I'm the center of attention. (laughs) 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 It can be overwhelming with all the crowds. And it's not like you can ever see the art on first Friday anyway. Everyone just shows up for the booze. Yeah, that's why I go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to ask a question just because I honestly don't know the answer, but like what would a piece of your taxidermy go for on in general spectrum kind of way? I have small charms that are basically rabbit's feet or chicken feet and things like that. And those those are like the easy to move pieces that start, you know, like $18 full animals and the more elaborate things. Like right now in that show, I have a uh, it's a goat skin rug with the head and everything. Mm-hmm. And then there's a four foot tall lamp coming out of the head. So it's also a reading light. That's awesome. <laughs> that is cool. That runs, I think, I think I'm asking like 2000 for that one. I think that's fair. Elaborate thing. Have you gotten into more goat work? 
I have, actually. Because <laughs> I remember last time we talked that you had done your first goat. Oh, you know what? That's actually the same goat. <laughs> <laughs> it was hanging on the wall for the longest time, and I didn't know what to do with her. And then finally for this show, I just said, ah, let's just slap a light on this goat and make it. <laughs> let's just round third and bring this one home. <laughs> You're just waving you in on the goat bag. <laughs> I'm not sure if those those metaphors have ever been mixed before between baseball and a goat rug. Maybe Ty Cobb said it. <laughs> well, anyway, um, I also want to mention that since the last time we talked to you, you're a famous television personality now. <laughs> Nothing's happened. <laughs> I was wondering about that. I've never been on a television show. Like, has anything changed in your life? Well, my reality TV mansion got, I don't know where that, it just got lost in the mail, I guess. The Kardashians have a market on that. <laughs> right. so it's really hard to get your foot in the door with the reality show mansions. I'm getting, it's weird, like no one, like nothing has changed. I'm getting opportunities. I'm being, people are approaching me to like speak at different events and presentations and things. I remember like I was joking before the first episode aired, like, all right, tomorrow I'm going to kick back and watch the orders roll in <laughs> and nothing. <laughs> I think it probably takes a while to get rolling though, you would think. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I'm not complaining, obviously, because it was a super fun experience. And it was really glamorous to, to go be dressed up in really fancy clothes for a few days in Los Angeles mm -hmm. when I'm used to, like, riding my bike and being a dirtbag in Philly. <laughs> <laughs> now, you were only on the first one so far, right? That's aired? Yeah. And so each of us were, there's only eight episodes in the season and each of us are on two episodes. Okay. So I don't know when my second one is coming up, but I'm actually more excited about the second one than the first. Really? Yeah. Well, it's cool that you were in the premiere though. Like you were in the very first one. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm a chick. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> the only one they got going. Really helps. Oh, really? Are you the only female? Pretty much. Like, I think um, the challenger this week is actually a woman. I, I think she's the only other woman on the entire series. But yeah, they really uh, took advantage of my femininity. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how long did the whole thing take to do, like to film? We were only out there for, I was only there for four days. They had, they filmed the entire season in four days, pretty much. That's crazy. Wow. But then they came, that was in, um, that was like right around Thanksgiving. And before then, I think like uh, mid-October, that's when they came to my studio a few times and did, you know, like around the city shots, like mm -hmm. by the Rocky statue. The goddamn yeah. Rocky statue. I that's them. all people think Philly is like whenever I, you know whenever they show like Monday Night Football it's like here we are in downtown Philly and they're in front of the goddamn art museum I'm like fuck it's always here's a cheesesteak yep, yep they have that's a close up of a cheesesteak I'll give you the Rocky statue but you cannot we were, we will have nothing to do with cheesesteaks I refuse <laughs> to pose in front of the cheesesteak joint <laughs> did you really lay that law? I did because I didn't awesome statue either because because i was like this is dumb everyone everyone knows this stupid fucking statue and no one ever goes into the art museum right exactly just yeah. run up and down the stairs yeah if they had a, if they had a shot inside the art museum everyone would think you were in new york or something <laughs> you must be in europe <laughs> <laughs> paul look at this <laughs> 
They got a Saison in here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my Saison pull made up for the psoriasis part. <laughs> Beth, I, I, only, I have one more question for you, because um, I did see the first episode, and uh, one of the judges in your episode was Brian Posehn, who I'm a big fan of. Oh, cool. Me too. Did you get to hang out at all, or is it mostly just, you know, strictly business? Well, he and I were in, we were getting our makeup done at the same time, and we were talking about um, comedy. Oof, that's what it looks like with makeup? <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> you don't realize it though, but he doesn't actually have a beard. They have to apply that every time he goes on a show. It was all makeup. <laughs> I didn't know he was one of the judges, and I almost shit my pants when I saw him walk into that into the makeup room and sit down next to me. And no one, everyone else was so blasé about it. And I was like, "Do you know who the fuck this is?" Yeah, I would have been freaking out. Yeah, right. But he. I don't think he liked me. Really? Yeah. And then I I wonder if maybe he's just kind of cranky all the time. That's sort of his persona. Mm -hmm. But he opened up a little bit of, we were talking about like comedians and stuff like that, but he just seemed like he barely had patience for me. Do you think he was just for a paycheck? I kind I of mean, think he did not want to be there at all. Right. right. His, his, his agent was like, look, what do you know about taxidermy? And he's like, enough for a paycheck it's, you know, i think comes. amc probably has some kind of open door policy with those sort of alternative comedians because like if you watch the uh the talking dead or any of those kind of shows mm -hmm. it's always you know Pat oswald or brian posein or whoever coming through the front door mm -hmm. that was his jury duty <laughs> <laughs> is it on netflix i gotta catch it it's on itunes i think oh sweet yeah or you could find it on like project free tv or something sweet not like I'm advocating that. No, it's okay. They're our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> they are now. Anyway, uh, before we keep moving on here, uh, I do want to mention that the music tonight is provided by a band called Adams for Peace uh, from their new album, Amok. Uh, if you haven't heard of them, it's basically a super group featuring uh, Tom York from Radiohead and Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers and some other guys. But that's who you're going to be listening to tonight. Cool. And with that being said, dun, 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 dun. let's move on to Craigslist Personals. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I forgot about that. Do 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 Craigslist you want to meet somebody's junk. <laughs> on with the show. On with the show. Which part of Les Mis is that? <laughs> Damn it. I was going to say, did you see Les Mis? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you see that, Philip? Oh, yeah. I saw it. I don't. I just don't know the music enough to just... I mean, I know Master of the House, but that's only because of Seinfeld. And I knew there was a One Day More and a Big Red Flag. Canada, right? And Blame Canada was somewhere in there. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, and then the big closing song, uh, Thrift Shop. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, how did that go? I'm gonna pop some... French assholes. Only got no. What's what are they? Marks. Only got a little l'argent in my pocket. Twenty <laughs> <laughs> francs on mon pochette. <laughs> that was cultural and funny. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> speaking of Craigslist, which we weren't. Yep. <laughs> Um, in case this is anybody's first show, um, what we do is we look through the Craigslist personal section, uh, which is just a bunch of sad, sad people looking for love on the internet. 
and we re- read a couple of our favorite posts on there, and then we uh, uh, talk about them humorously, maybe. <laughs> I'm very serious today. Very serious. <laughs> about my Craigslist personals. First Craigslist personal is a man looking for a woman, 28 years old. The title is Western North Carolina Breeders Association. Are you ovulating? Do you want a baby but are missing a guy? I'm looking to start a group of people who just want to get together to make babies. Jesus. We'll keep in touch and share baby pics. This is a group that will welcome people of all shapes and sizes. (laughs) However, we will accept only disease-free and drug-free individuals. Also, we'll need a big place to conduct our meetings. Uh, Meetings. Big place. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, anyone who lives near Waynesville, Silva, or Whittier, please contact me if you have a big place and are interested. We have rented out the Laser Dome. <laughs> dome, 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 dome. <laughs> right. Will there be baby juice? If there's not, I'm not even sure what they're trying to do. <laughs> That's the virgin baby potion. <laughs> right, right, baby, baby potion. <laughs> I don't want any virgin baby juice. <laughs> uh. I want 90 proof baby juice. There's a very good chance you just named the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The last line of the post is, uh, would love to have a higher than usual female to male ratio. Oh, really? So ladies, let's make some babies. Wait, 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 wait. He was anticipating that men would reply who were saying they are ovulating. And looking for a baby. Well, I think the way this is going to sort of naturally run its course is that there's just going to be a bunch of dudes in some warehouse somewhere <laughs> being like, wait a minute. <laughs> Guys, wait a minute. Just just waiting for one girl to show up. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't anybody know anybody on Facebook or something? LinkedIn? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a bit thrown by needing a large place to conduct their meetings. He's got elaborate fantasies. Right. right. <laughs> He's a lot of room to work them out. There is an abandoned Sleepy's storage unit in my apartment <laughs> complex. <laughs> All used mattresses. If they're not used yet, they will be. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't get why they need that much space, right? As speaking speaking as a man who's had sex twice. Well, once confirmed. (laughs) Like, he's not planning on having the babies in these large places, is he? Like, is he thinking of setting up, like, a a medical area? Just a bunch of midwives. (laughs) Yeah. A bunch of all pairs. (laughs) Just a lot of hot water and towels. (laughs) Because if movies have taught me anything, that's all you need. I think the goal is to get a bunch of guys and a bunch of girls, which isn't going to happen. But theoretically, they would all be in one <laughs> in one abandoned giant. <laughs> and then they all do their business, and then eventually somebody gets pregnant, and then they share baby pictures. But like, would the would the guy even have anything to do with the baby? Like, he didn't mention that. I'll bet you, yeah, he's got to get some documents set up because he's going to be a baby daddy many times over because I assume this is going to be very successful. Oh, of course it is. And he's got to, yeah, he's got to make sure he's got contracts at the ready. And that's another thing. So that means there's a girl out there or maybe even a nice lesbian couple who would like to have a baby. Mm-hmm. And they are looking online like, well, there's all these 
professional sperm banks that I could go to, but... Full of Harvard graduates. <laughs> right, right. With full, full profiles on all the specimens in the entire bank. But, hey honey, look what I found. Remember that CVS that burned down? If we go down there on Fridays... <laughs> I'm going to get fucked in those ashes. <laughs> It's fertilizer (laughs) (laughs) for growing babies. (laughs) Oh, man. That one's gross. I shouldn't have put that one first. No, no, that was good. We actually went on that one for a while. Yeah. That was a a nice little run. (laughs) (laughs) I was happy with it. I was happy with that run. Hey, you guys want to hear one of my songs? Yeah. It goes, it goes... Empty bottles. <laughs> I hope this is later on in the show. Nope, this is the first break. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> anyway, this is a song called Stuck Together Pieces uh, by Adams for Peace from the new album Amok. Hope you enjoy. Okay, next one down is a man looking for a man or a woman. He is 55 years old. (laughs) The title is Dryer Ride. Strange Request. I know this sounds like a strange request, but I'm looking for someone who owns a laundromat or works at a hotel and has access to a large commercial-sized clothes dryer. I'm looking to take a ride inside the dryer. (laughs) Oh, that's not what I thought it was. I am looking to spin inside the dryer for one minute. I used to do this in my younger years, and I enjoyed it. I am 55 and heavyset, and as such, am looking for a commercial-sized dryer. If you have access to a dryer and interested, let me know. I will gladly make it worth your time. So we we determined the source of his brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) The wonder years. (laughs) Did he say he was heavyset? Yes. I wonder, because at first I thought maybe if you're really heavy, you would totally wreck a commercial dryer, but maybe he would just kind of roll around in it like Play-Doh. <laughs> <laughs> it could be really interesting to see. Now, I would think an easy solution to this for him would just to, 
find a tire or a trash can and roll, roll down a hill. <laughs> like we also did when we were children. Yep. But you don't really have the suffocation risk or the high heat. Right. It's like a, a sauna form. He gets in there balls naked. Does he like get in Play-Doh. there naked? <laughs> balls heavy set <laughs> naked. <laughs> It didn't say naked because I was actually picturing fully clothed because, you know, why not fluff up your clothes a little bit? Throw some right. throw some dryer sheets in there. Static free. I, I'm, I'm, this might be me. But um, in my younger years, when I didn't feel like doing wash in like high school and college, I would just throw old clothes in the dryer with a dryer sheet for like 10 minutes. <laughs> Is that a common practice or am I like a, a hobo? For, for men. Okay. <laughs> I don't think women would do that. Beth, you're a woman. No, that's kind of, that's gross. Okay. Yep. <laughs> but, I mean, it depends how dirty your clothes are. Like, if you have stinky pits. I'm not talking full soiling. I'm talking layer in between, get the wrinkles out. Oh, no, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. Okay. I feel better yeah, about myself. It gives them, like, a little fluff up. Yeah. Right. And there wasn't Febreze back then. I don't think Exactly. So. But I, when, once it came out, I was like, oh, I'm just going to spray my hoodie down. And go to church. <laughs> I hate Febreze. I've... I thought you were going to say I hate, I hate church. church. I hate church. That is Beth Beverly from AMC's Immortalized. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, AMC. <laughs> I accidentally put my roommate's cat in the dryer once. Wait a minute. <laughs> Is that how you got involved in taxidermy? My first stab at taxidermy. So after you after you kill the cat, you're like, man, I gotta make it look like this cat's still alive. I gotta buy some time. You'll never know. <laughs> so okay, Beth, how? I can laugh now because the cat lived and the cat oh. was fine, but. I put, the cat jumped in when I was loading the dryer. I had no idea. And then I went upstairs, and my boyfriend at the time goes, are you drying your sneakers? Because it's so, like, <laughs> rattling around in there. And then and I was like, yeah, that does sound kind of weird. I'm going to go check that out. And it was it, the cat had been in there for a good three minutes. Oh, no. <laughs> and oh. she just sprang to life, jumped out of the dryer, and I felt horrible and i was too scared to say anything to my roommate and then the next day she was like did anyone notice that there's a chip on cleo's tooth oh no (laughs) but she was fine other than that her tooth was chipped but her coat was luxurious and fluffy decadent yes (laughs) she has some keen keen observation uh skills to notice a chipped cat tooth She's uh, aware of things. Well, house full of single ladies and four cats. <laughs> we got a lot of time on our hands. I was going to say, you and your uh, boyfriend had some keen not being lazy skills. Because if I heard something that might be a cat in the dryer, I would not get up. Right, right. I was like, that is just this dryer sounds. The dryer's old. <laughs> that big man would never live in a dryer. No. Yeah, to get back to the subject at hand. Yeah. yeah, he would die. I don't know how big a commercial dryer is, though. I mean, it's for, like, comforters and rugs and shit like that, right? Like, big stuff. The the biggest dryer I've seen... Go on. <laughs> I've, start, I've, I've talked about dryers a lot. Um, no, it was in um, uh, Breaking Bad. Not to, not to ruin the show for anybody. Does anyone watch Breaking Bad? Yes. I'm a little behind, but you there, can... 
you can. It's not going to ruin anything because I. This is not a spoiler because I'm not spoiling anything. But there's industrial sized uh, washer dryers, which seems very big. Yeah, they very. do seem very big. And if that's the case, then maybe just one minute's worth. Like you can hold your breath for a minute. Although you're spinning around, and I'd imagine that's gonna hurt, right? I mean, our dryer has those like ribs in it where yeah. uh, I guess it separates clothes. I don't know what they do. <laughs> that's for Jesus. Dryers are Jesus's miracle. <laughs> dryers are proof that God loves us. <laughs> we don't have to put our clothes on clotheslines. Now I do love church. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, I don't think it would kill him in a minute. Not with the heat. The heat it wouldn't get hot enough. He could. Yeah, I think there'd be some injuries. Maybe yeah, a he crack would get banged thing. up like hell. Yeah. I'm sure he'd have a chipped tooth or two. As we've learned, happens. Mm-hmm. I can't believe we. <laughs> we had this post, and then we had some kind of first-hand experience. <laughs> the last time I put a living thing in the dryer. <laughs> See, they didn't baby-proof that dryer. That was the problem. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> you need need to cut the edge <laughs> off of swimming noodles. <laughs> let me um, let me walk down a, a a path about swimming noodles. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait for this. <laughs> it's not. It's not that good. But my family, whenever we would get together in the summer and go to some kind of above ground pool in Scranton, because <laughs> that's the kind of life I lead. <laughs> All class or no class. Whenever they bust out the noodles, my family is always like, "Here's some noodles." What? And I'm like, "What the fuck?" And then. When you look at like the, the the barely clinging to it sticker that's still on the noodle, it's called a fun noodle. Oh. Fun noodle. Fun noodle. Now is is that like the brand like a Kleenex or Band Aid? They call all noodles fun noodles. I think they do. <laughs> we were just fun noodling. <laughs> Spotted for noodling at Nick's roast beef. <laughs> That's what happens after baby potion. <laughs> I fanoodled my wife. <laughs> A couple of nights after too much whiskey, I've, I've fanoodled before. <laughs> I fanoodled once in college. Yep. <laughs> I wasn't proud of it. if I should do one or two more Craigslists. I'm going to say one more. Make good. I'm going to try. Thank you, Philip. <laughs> What's that the sound that of? Is, that is the end of my Pino. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it was. <laughs> oh, God, no. No, 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 no. It was certainly not a new bottle. <laughs> thank, thank God. Uh, the very last Craigslist personal is another man looking for a woman. Woman. <laughs> I think it said women. Uh, 37 years old. This is from Philadelphia and suburbs. Uh oh. Which I think counts all of us. Yeah. Uh, the title is Grape Juice Fetish. Oh. I am a gorgeous single white male and a highly educated person with a problem. I have been looking for what seems like an eternity for a special single white female who might appreciate and partake in my special fetish. I would like us to stand together in a bathtub filled with grape juice and pour bottle after bottle of this elixir of life over one another for hours until we practically turn purple. <laughs> I want us to become one through the juice, as it were. 
Oh. <laughs> Harder to find than you might think. <laughs> I would think it's pretty easy to find. <laughs> I know. Grape juice or an answer to this? Because one is easy to find. Um, and a big no on substituting apple juice, tang, Kool-Aid, or even freshly squeezed orange juice. I will provide the bathtub and the juice. You provide the enthusiasm, beauty, joy, and appropriate attitude. Together, we can make this special bonding and engagement take place. Who knows where it could lead? This sounds like the beginning of Baby Potion. <laughs> <laughs> Basically... The remains <laughs> and the, after this encounter is the baby push. It's kind of like the the ooze that uh, the birth the, the turtles. <laughs> right, right. That fish walked out of. <laughs> oh, you you went the beginning of life on Earth, and I went teenage mutant ninja turtles on that one. <laughs> it's both the same thing. <laughs> Grape juice, if it wasn't purple, it would be exactly the same as taking a bath together. True. So there must be somewhere along the line where grape juice became a thing. That was a big night. <laughs> <laughs> His first taste of grape juice really, really did some things to him. Oh, guys, was it in church? That's what I was going to say, but I was scared too. Because I hate church. <laughs> AMC Thursday nights, 10 o'clock. <laughs> Tune in. Maybe the guy had one of those overly protective sets of parents that wouldn't let him have sugar water. Sugar water. <laughs> sugar water. <laughs> sugar water. <laughs> yeah, this is Philly. Local. We're in Philly. Yep. <laughs> but maybe, you know, one of those parents where it was like, you know, you can't have soda, you can't have juice, you know, we only have decaffeinated tea in this household. Mm -hmm. And so, so now grape juice was the long-lost idol that he needed to get. And I was like, now I can have sex with grape juice. <laughs> it's the specificity of the juice. That's yeah, true. Because there's no apple juice, no OJ, no Kool-Aid. Unacceptable. No tang? Is there even tang anymore? You have to cut out the powdered because the granulated shit yeah, all up, it, get up all in your body. You can't ugh. do that. And that's like a yeast infection waiting to happen. <laughs> This whole thing could be really bad for the female involved. What if it's cranberry juice? Ah, <laughs> as long as it's not sweetened. There you go. Unsweetened cranberry juice. I think we solved it, guys. Prevent a yeast infection today. <laughs> um, it's time for Yahoo Answers. Ooh, good. So Yahoo joins the fight against evil, fighting all the bad guys and kicking their butts. So Yahoo, yeah! Questions. The first Yahoo answer um, is by someone named Tom12. And it reads, Can pregnant women go swimming? Is it possible for pregnant women to go swimming without unintentionally drowning the baby? <laughs> How can the baby breathe if the vagina is underwater? Should the mother keep her vagina above the water so the baby can breathe through it? I pray that this person's image of a, of a baby growing inside of a woman is that it has its mouth up to, to the inside section of the vagina breathing. Well, it's just a furnished room in there, and he's right. walking around. With a goatskin rug. Yeah. 
I think I read in a in an encyclopedia somewhere that in utero baby burps are queef. <laughs> that checks out <laughs> medically. I think a snorkel would work. Yeah, right. You get one of those long ones, or you get one of those fanoodles that has the hollowed out section through the middle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or you get a crazy straw. <laughs> That's the whimsical choice, I think. For fun on the go, babies. <laughs> uh, okay, so simple answer, can pregnant women go swimming? Only in grape juice. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say yes with a vagisnorkel. Vagisnorkel. We're inventing that. Whimsical vagisnorkel. <laughs> TM. <laughs> See with the circle. Uh, the next Yahoo question is by someone called Redskins Fan two three nine three zero. Thank you, Philip. <laughs> How can I get high from sniffing Pepsi? My friend said he got high from sniffing Coke, but I only have Pepsi. Ah. Jesus Christ! What's the proper way to get high? <laughs> is that a Actually, joke? <laughs> I'm actually upset I didn't make that connection or pun. Yeah, I didn't catch it either, because I was like, well, this is a very interesting question. <laughs> I don't know if this is a joke or not, Beth. <laughs> it's hard to tell. Like, that was such a dumb thing for me to ask. Anyway. <laughs> it's legitimate, though. Like, a lot of the stuff on Craigslist and Yahoo is just uh, people trolling to, to get on shows like this one. Well, Tom 12, your day has come. And Pepsi Sniffer 2000. <laughs> You're in luck. Get your day in court. <laughs> I work under the assumption that every one of these questions is asked by a nine-year-old. And if it isn't, then I think it's someone that's just trying to be funny. Yeah, but then how old was his friend who was sniffing coke? Like, <laughs> he's, who's, he's hanging out with cokeheads. Yeah, right. Young cokeheads. Or old cokeheads. <laughs> he's a nine-year-old on the go. Yeah. <laughs> So, can you get high on Pepsi? Just burn it into a spoon. <laughs> Boom. That's good advice, right? For the youth of America, you cannot get high on soda pop. Unless you burn it in a spoon. And inject it in between your toes so your pants don't see. <laughs> That's a tip. <laughs> the next one down is asked by Bob B. Why are the holes in cat's fur always in the right places for their eyes? Jesus. <laughs> Christ. And that's it. There's nothing beyond that. <laughs> He's a taxidermist. <laughs> it's like Matrix vision. You just see hides everywhere. Wait, wait, wait. They're glowing. <laughs> glowing green hides. <laughs> Only wonders about Cat. He's not interested in any other yeah, animal. it's not like... <laughs> why are the holes in animals' fur? Right. Just cats. Only cats. <laughs> Have you guys seen the, it, it apparently is the latest YouTube craze, <laughs> is the the uh, the goats making human noises? Yes. Have you guys seen that? No. What? Oh my oh god, my it's god. awesome. <laughs> it's very, very it's funny. The, they, they have a super cut of it, which is like nine minutes long. What? It's I'm going to look it up. Have you seen them um, when they splice it into songs? <clears throat> yes. It's only a good, a good uh, segue from music to music. Is the only reason I bring it up. Oh, I see. Well, thank you, Philip. <laughs> that was smooth. That was really good. Well, since you mentioned it, we may as well take a break. <laughs> How natural. This is a tune called uh, Reverse Running by Adams for Peace. Um, like a canoodle. Like a canoodle. <laughs> 
Enjoy. <laughs> Well, it's about that time of the night. We're actually on schedule for one, so I'm very impressed. Sweet. But it is time for the Internuts Fan Fiction Corner. Internuts Fan Fiction Corner! I can't tell if Beth is still on the show or if she went to go get like a hot pocket. No. Oh, no way. No hot pockets. I'm sorry. I was. Lean pockets. Okay. <laughs> Honey, have you seen my bean pocket? <laughs> I, heard, I heard kitchen noises, I thought. Oh, no, that actually is my honey. He's He just got home. But he's not getting me a lean pocket. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, just a little bit of backstory, just in case, again, it's anybody's first show. Um, every episode, we read a little bit of a piece of fan fiction by a girl named Tara Gillespie, which is very, very, very loosely based on Harry Potter. I should also point out that if it seems like we don't know how to pronounce any of the words or we're speaking very strangely, uh, it's because it's just the way that it's written. It's very loosely based on the English language. Yeah, very. Loosely based on writing. <laughs> We were just reading as as I would think the writer would like it writ rid, written. The Chronicles of Ridden. <laughs> Chapter 34. I woke up in the coffin the next day. Draco was gone. I got up and put on a black tight sexadrus that was all ripped at the end. There was red corset stuff going up the front and the back, and it came up to my knees. There was a slit in the dress, like in Mr. and Mr. Smith. <laughs> Very progressive. Yes, yes, in, in Hogwarts. <laughs> I pot on ripped black fishnets and black stiletton boots. Suddenly, Sorius cocked on the door. <laughs> I opened it. Hi, Ebony, he said. Guess what? You have to come to Professor Sinistor's office. 
Okay, I said in a depressed voice. I wanted to fuck Draco, or maybe listen to MCR or Evanescence. I came anyway. So what the fuck happened to Snipe and Lupin? I asked Sorius flirtily. I fucking tortured them, he answered in a statistic way. <laughs> Running a lot of numbers. They are in Askeon now. LOL. I laughed evilly. Where are Draco and Vampur? I muttered. They are excused from school today. Sodomize moaned sexually. I think this is one character they're talking about this whole time. Right now they are watching The Nightmare Before Xmas. We went into the office. Professor Sinister was there. She was wearing a gothic black dress that was ripped all over it, kind of like the one Amy Lee wears in this pic. And then she has a parentheses and the letters HTTP and one forward slash. It's not a link to anything. <laughs> it's a link to nowhere. She was drinking some Volksamort serum. She took out Depensive and the Time Torner. Enneby, you will have to do another session now. Also, I need you to get me the cure for being addicted, she said sadly. Good luck! <laughs> With a period and an exclamation point. And then I jumped into the Pernsive again. Suddenly I looked around. I was in the Great Hall eating Count Chorcula. <laughs> it was morning. I was sitting next to Satan. <laughs> Typical. Another day. <laughs> On a table was a tall, gothic man with long black hair, pale skin, and blue eyes, wearing a suit and black Cronverse shoes. <laughs> he looked just like Marlon Manson. I noticed he was drinking a portent. <laughs> Who's he? Spelled wrong. I asked. <laughs> oh, that's Professor Slutborn. <laughs> Satan said. He's the portent's teacher. Ebony? <laughs> yeah? I asked. <laughs> Did you know that Marilyn Mason is playing <laughs> Hogsmaid tonight? And they are showing The Exorcism at the movies before that. Yeah? Well, want to go to the consort and the movie with me? Oh, God. That is a cliffhanger chapter. Oh, I apologize in advance, because I'm just going to start laughing hysterically. Uh, uh, chapter 35. I went into the common room thinking, is this a Jamaican? <laughs> I'm going to kind of do a Jamaican accent. I went into the common room thinking of Satan. Suddenly, I gasped. You're doing good. Draco was there. <laughs> I grasped. <laughs> I grasped. He locked as hot as ever wearing black leather pants. <laughs> A black London Prack t-shirt and black eyeliner. Draco, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I got. Huh? He asked. And then I remembered. It, <laughs> it wasn't Draco. It was Lucian. His style had two arms. <laughs> I don't think that's ever referenced again. <laughs> Oh, hi, Lucian. I said, I'm Ebony, the new student, LOL. We shook hands. Yeah, Satan told me about you, Lucian said. He pointed to a group of six. 
<laughs> gotcha guys. They were sighting in a corner, posing. <laughs> it was serious. Vampire's dad and snap. All of them were wearing black eyeliner and black good Charlotte master. It's like a red stripe commercial. Hooray, good Charlotte. <laughs> Listen, I'm in a goth band with those guys, he said. We're playing tonight at the Marilyn Mason show as backup. Orly, I asked. <laughs> yeah, he said. We're called X Black X Terex. I play the gutter. <laughs> Spartacus plays the drums. Snap plays the boss. And <laughs> And Shamus plays the guitar too, even though we call him Samaro after Samara in the ring. Makes sense. Hey, bastard. <laughs> Suddenly I gasped again. But don't you have a lead singer? I said. Lucian looked down sadly. We oozed, do, but she died. <laughs> she contempted suicide by silting her wrist. <laughs> Date's so fucking sad, I gasped. It's okay, but we need a new lead singer, Simaro said. Well, I said, I'm in a band myself. Really? asked Snap. Yeah, we're called Bloody Gothic Road 666. So the guys took out their guitars. They began to play a song, Be Grunde. <laughs> that one German. <laughs> I woke this empty strat on the footpad of broken drums. <laughs> Everyone gasped. Enobi, will you join the band? Bagdizian, Samoro, Sirius, and Snap. Um, okay, I shrugged. Are we going to play? <laughs> yeah, they said. But I knew that I had to get a new outfit. I walked outside wondering how I could go forward in time. <laughs> Suddenly, someone jumped in front of me. It was Marty McFly! <laughs> Marty's younger brother. Yeah, Marty. I will help you go forward in Tim Onobi. <laughs> He said, seriously. <laughs> then he took out a Blick Tim machine. I went into it, and suddenly I was Ford and Tim. You don't want to be Ford and Tim. That was a ridiculous chapter. Where was that one sentence? She contempted suicide by silting her wrists. <laughs> All right. Chapter 36. I looked around in a depressed way. Suddenly, I saw Professor Sinister, Bloody Mary, Draco, Vampire, and Willow were there too. OMFG, Sorius, I saw you and Samaro and Snip and everyone. <laughs> I can't believe Snap used to be gothic. Yeah, I know, Sirius said sadly. Oh, hey there, bitch. <laughs> Professor Travalri said in an emo voice, drinking some Volksamort serum. Listen, Satan asked me out to a gothic concert. 
and a movie, so I need a sex a new outfit for the date. Also, I'm playing in a gothic band, so I need an outfit for that too. Oh my Satan! Cast <laughs> Bloody Mary. Want to go to Hot Topic to shop for your outfit? OMFS! <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Oh my fucking Satan! You got it. <laughs> Let's have a grop cutting session. And said Professor Trevallery. I can't fucking wait for that, but we need to get some stuff first, said Willow. Yeah, we need some portions for Professor Trevalli so she won't be addicted to Volximort serum anymore. And also, some love potion. Draco said resultantly? <laughs> he would. <laughs> well, we have, we have got potions class now, Willow said, so let's go. We went sexily to potions class. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Snap wasn't there. Instead, there was Cornelio Fuck. <laughs> hey, where the fuck is Dumbledore? Draco shouted angrily. Shut the fuck up, shouted Cornelia Fuck. <laughs> he, he is an Azkabian now with Snap and Lupin. He is old and weak and has cancer. <laughs> Now do your work. My friends and I talked Arngerly? Can you believe, Snap? Used to be Gothic? No question mark? Vampire asked surprisedly. That's it! Cornelio fuck shouted angrily. I'm getting Professor Bridge. He stomped out angrily. My friends and I began talking again. I began to drink some blood mixed with beer. Mm -hmm. Suddenly I saw Hagrid in the cupboard. What? <laughs> That's my favorite book growing up. Ha Hagrid in the cupboard. <laughs> WTF is he doing, I asked. Uh, then I looked at Draco. He was wearing tons of eyeliner and he looked sexier than ever. <laughs> Suddenly, Hagrid, what the folk are you doing? I shouted. I looked around. Hagrid was... <laughs> was putting something in my glass of blue. Draco and Vampire started to beat him up sexily. Beat him off. God, you are such a pusser. <laughs> I shouted at Hairgrid. Suddenly looked at what he was putting in the blood. It was amnesia portion. Oh my god. To be continued. Wow. Can we get back to Morty McFly? <laughs> what the fuck he's doing in this thing? She's time traveling. Tim traveling. Tim, right, Tim travel. Gotta go back in, Tim. And the the liberal way she uses come C-U-M. Yep, everywhere. The baby juices. <laughs> so much baby juice. Well, guys... We're ahead of schedule, and we made it through the whole show. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> Which is, I think, literally a first. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I want to thank my guest tonight. I want to thank my good friend, Philip Camp. Oh, it was great. Always a pleasure. Um, congratulations again on your uh, newly-to-be-expanded family. I think I said that as good as I could have. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> uh, and again, to Beth Beverly. Thank you. Uh, always a pleasure. Um, do, what do you want to plug? Well, when does this come out? End of the month. End of March. 
Okay, April 21st, I will be giving a lecture at the Wagner Institute on taxidermy. Very cool. Thanks. Is it free? Do you have to be a student? Ten dollars. Oh my god. It's gonna be tea and also a lecture by Rachel Polquin, who recently wrote a book called The Breathless Zoo about America's recent fascination with taxidermy, and I'll be doing a live demo and skinning a chicken. Whoa. So uh, you're definitely gonna get your money's worth. That's pretty good. <laughs> we gotta go to that. <laughs> Uh, also, I want to point out, uh, Immortalized is on. Is it still going to be on at the end of March? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, oh yeah, I should probably plug that. Watch Immortalized. <laughs> That's and, a show I'm on. <laughs> really towing that company line. Live tweet every episode too, so that's always fun. And uh, what, what's your name on uh, Twitter for the people? Beth Beverly. That makes sense. Uh, and finally, I want to thank uh, Adams for Peace for providing the music tonight. It's from their new album Amok, so make sure to uh, look that up. However it is that you buy music, I'm stressing the buy, because I told him that I would stress the buy. So buy that music with money, and don't get it any other way. Wink. <laughs> uh, but that's it, guys. Uh, happy March to everyone. I hope you had a good St. Patrick's Day and a good first day of spring and all that. And uh, we'll catch you back here in a month. Yay! Yay! Happy baby spring. juice. Happy baby juice, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> Disgusting.